Hello everyone, welcome to Start Apart Nation. This is Shalani Gaines, and today I will be speaking on the topic of how to say, or not how to say no to temptation, but to say no to temptation. I will be reading from Romans 12, 1-2, and then a couple other scriptures also. In Romans 1-2, I'll be reading the King James Version, and then I'll read the NIV. So it says in the King James Version, it says, I beseech you there, I mean, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. That you may prove that is good, acceptable, and perfect will of God. And then the NIV version says, Therefore I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. Do not conform to the patterns of the world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what's, what God's will is. His good, pleasing, and perfect will. So, in the King James Version, it says, I beseech you, instead of urging the New Testament. And then something else, that, some other things that caught, caught my eye was that he said, that present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable. But in the NIV, it says it is as your true and proper worship. And then another thing it says renewing, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you can truly. But in the NIV, it says test and approve. And let's just go into definitions. Which beseech means to beg for urgently, anxiously, to request urgently, to make supplication, to beg someone for something, to ask someone in a serious and emotional way to do something. But to urge is to ask people to do or support something in a way that shows that you believe it. And it is very important to try to persuade someone in a serious way to do something, to use force or pressure to move someone or something in a particular direction or at the particular speed to declare it, advance or press urgently a statement, a charge or a claim. So basically what Paul was trying to do, he was urgently trying to tell us that we must not fall into temptations of ourselves, that we must present our bodies as a living sacrifice, which is to present ourselves unto God, which nowadays many people don't do. Everyone feels like they can do whatever they want, but it is important to ourselves onto God.
and then it says to be acceptable, which is welcome and pleasing, uniquely pleasing before God, and to prove, to show the existence, truth, or correctness of something by using evidence, logic, etc., to show that someone or something has a particular quality, ability, etc., which is by us bias actually sacrificing ourselves by putting down ourselves every day before the throne of God. We're saying we're proving that we're proving that not just that God's real, that we believe in God, that we accept that God is God over our lives, that we are worshiping him with our bodies by saying I will not conform to the things of the world the things that the world says is right it says well it says that evil will be good and good will be evil to those of the world and just like for example abortions abortions are wrong but now the world is saying that it is right um fear definition of fear and the reason why I'm bringing up fear is that many people, they do not, they do not make themselves a sacrifice unto God because they fear what will happen next. They fear, which fear is to expect or worry about something bad or unpleasant, to be afraid, to have a unreverential awe of something. Sometimes... That last one is when you fear God, you fear him with respect, reverence is showing or having a lot of respect. And a lot of people, they fear God in the wrong way. They fear God and think that his plans might be unpleasant. They might be uncomfortable. And also sometimes, and that is sometimes... Our pride and pride is the feeling of the feeling you are more important or better than others or even God or you don't have to feel better than you can feel like well it is feeling better than if you don't want to go up to the altar and give your all to God not just the altar like at church but in your own you should do that because that's where deliverance is at it's living to but we also get to home, praying to God, talking to God, just giving Him your all because He is all. And then there's another scripture that deals with temptation. It's Matthew 4 1 11. I have to look it up because I did not look it up. I had everything prepared except that. And Matthew. Four, one and eleven. It says, Then Jesus was led by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil, and after fasting forty days and forty nights, he was hungry. The tempter came to him and said, And the tempter is Satan. He said, You are the Son of God, and all these stones to become bread. Jesus answered, It is written, Man shall not live on bread alone every word that comes from the mouth of God. Then the devil took him to the high city and had him stand on the highest point of the temple. And if you are the son of God, 
You said, he said, throw yourself down, for it is written, I will command his angels concerning you, and he will lift you up. They, they will lift you up in their hands, so that you will not strike your foot against a stone. And Jesus answered him, it is also written, do not put God, do not put the Lord your God to the test. And again, the devil took him to the very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their splendor and all this I will give you he said and if you he said if you bow down and worship me and Jesus said away from me Satan for it is written worship the Lord your God serve him only and the devil left and the angels came and attended him so excuse me I'm sick and so Jesus Satan came three times to him, and there's a significance about three times of God. And each time Jesus brought scripture, even though Satan knows scripture, he uses scripture in the wrong way. And but Jesus used scripture, and he did not bend. He did not. He did not give in to temptation, and and Jesus knew. That Satan was coming, he says the Holy Spirit led Jesus into the wilderness to be tempted because the Holy Spirit walks straight in alignment with what God wants, and sometimes we have to be tempted to see if we're going to pass the test. And it is, it, it was God's will for Jesus to be tempted to show us that this is how you get past temptation. Don't bend. Don't do anything out of the will of God. Speak back to the devil when the devil speaks to you. Once you will do this, and he, your flesh is rising from that. And we put the flesh under subjection, and we say, "No, this is what the word of God says." And don't be afraid of Satan. Don't be afraid of the things of the enemy. You go forth and you speak the things as they are, because God would not want you to do anything different. And then one more scripture, and I will be done. And that is Genesis 39, 1 through 12. And I am reading from the NIV. I like reading from the King James, but a lot of people don't understand the King James. Most of the time, not insulting anyone saying that no one on the who are listening to the podcast doesn't understand the King James, but for those who don't understand the King James, I'm just going to read from the NIV. So, 39, 1 through 12, it says, Now Joseph has taken down to Egypt Potiphar, an Egyptian who was one of the Pharaoh's officers, the captain, the guard, bought him from the who taken him there. And the Lord was with Joseph, so he prospered and lived in the house of his Egyptian master. And when the master saw that his Lord was with him, the Lord gave him success in everything he did. And Joseph found, him, found favor in his eyes and became his attendant. Potiphar put him in charge of his household and he entrusted to his care everything he owned from the time he put him in charge 
of his household and all of his own. The Lord blessed the household of the Egyptian because of Joseph. The blessing of the Lord was on everything Potiphar had, both in the house and in the field. And so Potiphar left everything he had in Joseph's care. And Joseph in charge, he did not concern himself with anything except the food he ate. Now Joseph was well built and handsome, and after a while his master's wife took notice of Joseph and said, Come to bed with me. And he refused within charge and told her, My master does not concern himself with anything in the house. Everything he owns was entrusted to my care. No one is greater in this house than I am. My master has withheld nothing from me except you, because you are his wife. How then should I do such a wicked thing and sin against God? And though she spoke to Joseph day after day, he refused to go to bed with her. So, well, so even be with her, one day he went into the house and tended to his duties. None of his household servants was inside. She caught him by his cloak and said to him, bed with me. And he left his cloak in her hands and ran out the house. And when... So in that scripture, when when Joseph, when Jesus, when Joseph was, Joseph was in charge of Potiphar's household. I'm sorry, I don't under, I don't know how to pronounce his name. Potiphar's household, and his wife wanted to be with Joseph, and temptation came in that way, and Joseph said, "No, I will not be with you because." Even though I am in charge of everyone in this household, I was not giving you. And he said I'm not. He did not say that I would do a wicked thing against my master. He said I will do a wicked thing against God. Which is saying that Joseph respects God more than he respects his master. And even though he knew that even the word of God was that. Do not covet your wife and your neighbor's wife and such. Joseph knew that if he was even to sleep with his master's wife, that he would be in trouble with God. And there just shows that we must stay away from the things of ourselves, the things of the enemy, because the enemy came in and tempted Jesus because Jesus was hungry. And it's the things of our flesh. And then the devil comes in and he says, oh, you like that. So we can't just say, oh, it's the, just the enemy. It's ourselves also. We have to, we cannot wrestle against ourselves, but we have to also have God because God fights our battles. And we have to have the self-control and the willpower and the spirit to lead us. So that is all for now. And I thank God for everything in this podcast. I thank God that we will not stand against temptation that we will stand against temptation and not stand stand in the way of god that god you use us in everything that we do god that we will not fall that we will not become weary that we will stay in your presence stay in you god and i pray god that everyone that hears this will stay in you god in your mighty name jesus i pray